Hello and welcome to Tarot Bites. I'm Teresa Reed, the Tarot Lady. I'm the author of the Tarot Coloring Book and your host for this podcast series. This is episode 99 of Tarot Bites, the podcast where I dish out short, entertaining, bite-sized lessons on how to read tarot. For today's episode, our topic is tarot and prediction. And I'm speaking with Lisa Boswell from divinationandfortunetelling.com. Welcome, Lisa. Hi, Teresa. Hi, everyone. Glad to be here. I am so happy to speak with you on this topic because it is a very hot and controversial topic in the tarot world. Yes. So. Oh, yeah. I honestly. <laughs> yeah. People get really heated about it, right? Yeah, people get like so annoyed, like, especially if you mention that you do prediction and stuff, like straight away, they're like, oh, my God, <laughs> get away from me. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, so my question is, why do you think people have such an objection to doing predictions in this modern day and age? See, I don't know. I think that a lot of it has to do with um, a lot of readers fear, like not being taken um, seriously or um, whatever by their clients. And I think that. Uh, they sort of think that one way to be took more seriously is to sort of um, discount like the ability to predict or discount that tarot is even associated with prediction or whatever. But to be honest with you, I think um, in like the eyes of clients and things, it doesn't actually really matter. Like I don't think that they really care um, if they don't think any less of your of, of a reader if they do predictions or not. So. I don't really know. Um, I think it's more to do with like reader anxiety than what it has to do with like the clients or public perception. Yeah. So, you know, you know, what do you say to people? Because this is one of the things that I've heard. I had somebody and this happened, every so often I have someone contact me and says, oh, I've heard that fortune telling is out now and tarot should only be used for like creating your future or some other such thing. Um, you know, so what do you say to people who are saying that? Or that um, prediction is out or unfashionable and stuff. You see, I, I don't really know where that comes from either because, um, to be honest with you, if anything, um, predictions becoming more and more popular. Like, if anything, that's the one thing that draws most people into um, reading tarot and not, like, doing, not even so much just other forms of divination, but other forms of spirituality. Like, prediction is the one thing that draws people in. And, like I said, if anything, it's getting um, more popular. Like, my website sees um, hundreds of thousands of hits, like, every month, just people searching for, like, the future and outcomes and prediction mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. things like that. So it's definitely... Um, if anything, I would say that prediction is probably the number one thing that's in when it comes to um, reading any types of cards, really. Uh, it's not going anywhere anytime soon. <laughs> I totally agree. And, you know, it's really interesting because, you know, I've been a longtime reader now for about 30 years. And, mm -hmm. you know, people, when they come to me, they're not coming to me, you know, for therapy. Uh, they're coming because they want to see what is ahead. So I yeah. find it really odd when people say that, oh, it's not in. It's like, you know what, even after all these years of doing it, they're still coming to me, not for the therapeutic thing. They're coming because they want to know what's coming. Yeah, that's right. See, I see everyone that I see, um, I see them for prediction. It's mainly love predictions and then um, business predictions. After that is quite a popular um, topic. But even like when I see readers, like readers will come to me and they'll be like, well, I want to learn how to um, perform predictions, especially for like love or 
for business or whatever because those are the most common questions that um that they get asked they never seem to um get approached for oh i want to um heal my past or or whatever and i think it's because um a lot of seekers like they'll come to readers for the reason of they want something that their friends and family can offer them like their friends and their family can offer them advice and offer them a lot of um pats on the back or whatever but they want someone else who's going to come in and give them like that something extra like that prediction that's going to tell them if they um, should be doing something and, and why or um what's at the end of the woods kind of thing Here's one of the things that I think, too, and this is an analogy I like to use. When people poo-poo uh, prediction, uh, you know, oftentimes if you have an idea of what's coming, you can make better choices. And so I don't yeah. see it as disempowering. And some people will say, oh, you know, predicting it, you're not giving the people an empowering reading. You're not, you're basically laying out their future for them. And, you know, some, they have like some theory, like the person's going to be really passive then, and they're not going to take responsibility. But I disagree with that. I find prediction will show you what the possibilities are. But again, you can always change things. It's not, you know, like, oh my God, this is what's coming. You're doomed. You still have to do the work. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's just like totally true. And even you, you can, you can see seekers who, um, don't believe in themselves or whatever they don't believe in what's possible but I always remember like years ago I was in this really like bad situation and I was depressed and had no money and no like job prospects or whatever and this reader had told me all these things that that were like true that were like true in my life like little things that she couldn't possibly knew you know um, about my day-to-day life and then she was like, oh, one day she says, uh, you're going to be like really well known in that. She says, you'll have all these followers and you'll write like these books and that and you'll have this big website. And at the time I was like, honestly, even being a reader at the time, I was like, no way. I says that's never going to happen. But uh, I always sort of like thought about it in the back of my mind. You know, it sort of gave me that hope that one day like things like would improve, things would get better kind of thing. And then once it actually happened, I looked back and I was like, wow, like <laughs> she had no reason to even think that. Do you know what I mean? But like right. she believed in me and stuff. And, and that really pushed me towards like, wow, this is possible. She was right about these other things like this could happen as well. And it's not to say either, that's another thing as well, is it's not to say that prediction takes away like your your ability to make choices or your ability to make decisions. Because like you and I both know, right, we can go and do a reading on a relationship and tell like your seeker, by the way, there's no hope. Like, well, we wouldn't say that, but you know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, they'll still go away and still date the guy. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. Um, that's not us taking away their choice. That's just telling them the facts. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, chances are this is going to happen. You're wasting your time or whatever. And then eventually I think your seekers realise if you tell them, oh, you're wasting your time with this or um, the future doesn't look too great for that, you can try something else kind of thing. Um, eventually they learn how to trust you and stuff and, and take your advice and then it helps them to build like happier lives instead of just, like I said, giving them like that pat on the back and being like, oh, well, everything's fine. And you know what I mean? <laughs> right. You know, it's kind of like this. It's like when you're driving down the road and another car is coming at you. And if they blink the lights, most of us know what that means. We, it means that they're warning us that there's a police officer ahead and you need to slow down. And so now yeah. we have a choice. I can continue driving like a maniac, which will probably mean I get a ticket. Or I can look at that warning, that blinking, and say, you know what? Let me, let me change things here. Let me be a little bit more thoughtful and mindful. Yeah. And the thing is, is that if um, you weren't meant to know it wouldn't come up, 
that's the thing is that um in all in all readings like um anything that isn't meant to meant to be changed or anything which can't be changed or whatever a lot of the time it won't come up it'll just sort of like hit you even as readers things like just hit you by surprise but if you're in that moment where you have the reader and they're telling you it's like you're sort of meant to know do you know what I mean you're sort of meant to know to to avoid certain things or or whatever that's the way that that's the way that I see it really do you know like um as a spiritual experience, do you know what I mean? Even though it's a prediction, like a lot of people don't associate um, prediction with spirituality or whatever, but is there anything more spiritual than predicting the future? Do you know what I mean? Is there anything more um, difficult and reason than that? Do you know what I mean? Anything more powerful than that? So it is still this mystical um, experience. It's not that prediction doesn't take anything away do you know what I mean yeah and I think sometimes as well is that it can it can sort of reflect our readers in our um in our fear of giving predictions or in our fear of using tarot like in general because it sort of speaks to that fear that there's something something wrong with being able to predict or something wrong with using cards or do you know it's sort of um, um, being against the prediction sort of has those uh, those undertones about it. Do you know what I mean? Oh, this type of tarot reading isn't safe, but this type is. Do you know what I mean? And and I'm just really not okay with that. I think that's a bit wrong. <laughs> I agree. Here's a theory that I have, and I don't know if you think this too, but I think a lot of people who poo poo it are people who are afraid they're going to be wrong. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I found that. I even find that with my students. Like, I'll see my students and they'll come to me, and and this is so strange because I actually only had this um this conversation with one of my students the other day. She said that she'd wrote um posts and things like um and Facebook groups or whatever that sort of dissed prediction, or she like jumped on that bandwagon, and she said one of the reasons why was that because she'd always feared that she couldn't do it. Do you know what I mean? She mm-hmm. she she or um. She, she never learned how do you know what I mean there wasn't anyone that was teaching her how to and that was one of the reasons why she'd always shied away from it and that she sort of um turned against it as part of like our brand as part of our reading brand but to be honest with you most people can learn how to um how, how to read for prediction or whatever if they're sort of open to it do you know if they're open to um learning that skill just like how you can learn pretty much any skill like the tarot yeah well, I grew up with a mother who was really intuitive, and my grandmother was too, and they saw omens and, you know, signs, and they didn't use tarot cards, but, or they'd have dreams and things with prophecy, you know, so I, I was always very comfortable with that energy, and I think some people who haven't had um, exposure to that also can really look at it like a, it's spooky, you know. Yeah, it's, it's quite funny that you should say that because, like, if, if I tell, like, my family or whatever, if I say to them, oh, by the way, there's these groups online and there's these uh, Facebook groups and people sit in them all day arguing about should you be able to read, like, cards or um, should you be able to predict the future with cards? And then they'll be like, oh, well, they're just folk that don't believe. I'm like, no, like, they're readers as well. And it's like my family don't really understand. And they're like, well, how can they be readers? I'm like, <laughs> the, the, if they're, like, scared, do you know what I mean? And I'm like, well, I don't know. And then they're like, do people actually waste their time arguing about this stuff? And I'm like, yeah, like, they find it's, like, so unbelievable that you even get people that are like that. Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, yeah. well, like, we just weren't brought up that way. Do you know what I mean? Like, we, we were brought up quite... um not really like spiritually restricted do you know what I mean by that like we were taught oh this is really wrong or that's really wrong like we would have quite a lot of like conversations about like spirituality and spiritual things and spirits and the afterlife and other lives and 
you know, um, like my, my granny and granddad, like they used to joke about, well, my granddad used to joke um, when when we were younger, oh, when I die, I'm going to come back as a fly. I'm going to reincarnate as a fly <laughs> and, you know, things like that. Because my granny was always killing them, eh? But, but like nowadays, she's like, there's always like a fly will fly into her house and then she'll kill it and then it'll reappear. And, and well, honestly, it's just crazy. And it's just, oh, that's your granddad. But they just like... <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But they're like totally serious. So that's just your granddad. <laughs> She's got all this fly spray. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> uh, but no, but that's what I'm saying is that I do think that um, it, it does have those, it's, it has those undertones of like fear, like not just like fear of um, prediction, but like fear of um, just being wrong in general as yeah. well. Uh, I think a lot of readers do have anxiety, but a lot of them, um, readers do have um reading anxiety you know they have like yeah. anxiety of am I doing the right thing am I going to be wrong or whatever and the thing is is that um I mean it's easy to say but you can't really worry about being wrong and when you are wrong it's not the worst thing in the world do you know what I mean everyone's wrong yes and you can be wrong with any style of reading you know even if you're just giving advice you can be wrong in your advice you know what I mean like it happens <laughs> Absolutely. And I think you have to really be human about it. uh, Because, you know, think about the weatherman, the weatherman makes predictions or people who do sports to make predictions, they're not always right. You know, predicting is very, it's, it's very sensitive. And there are miscues. Uh, You know, often I say with tarot, the cards are always right. It's just your interpretation sometimes can be a little bit off. Yeah. You know, yeah, especially um, you could be having like a bad day or or like I said there's maybe even things that you're not meant to know about like when you're reading them do you know what I mean like even when you're reading like folk think that it happens with strangers but it can even happen with people you're close to like yes. I read one of my I read one of my friends recently eh? and the things that I picked up on were like really like small tiny tiny details and things eh, in his life and there was other things that were going on eh, like his girlfriend was pregnant and stuff and I never even like picked up on that do you know I just picked up on these like little things and then we sort of like realized after she came out she was like oh I'm pregnant and stuff we sort of realized that like there was things that would sort of like have an impact on like my life as well and that's how I couldn't really like see them do you know what I mean like because we are yeah. really close and things eh? and it's just it's crazy how that can that can happen some things can be revealed and some things um can't but that I think that's another thing as well is that um as a reader you've got to have the confidence to say if you perform a reading and you can answer yes or no or um the future's being revealed as being uncertain or you're not sure um you need to have the confidence to say like listen I can only see for this the short term here or I don't know what's going to happen you're not meant to know like um it, it might upset some of your clients might get upset but you have to tell them the truth. Do you know what I mean? Like, right on. Just wing it. If I don't yeah. get a feeling for something, I'm always saying, you know what? I'm not getting anything here. I have no idea. Yeah. And I think that's better yeah. than just trying to like, you know, force something to just give an answer. Yeah. It's quite common to get like, say, um, I'll get folks that will contact me or whatever, especially back when I used to do, cause I used to do email readings quite a lot. And, um, usually what would happen was that the person that would contact me would be a reader as well. And they would be doing like readings on their lover or whatever and not getting like a straight answer. So then they'd pay me for the email reading. But then like I'd go in there and I'd tell them, oh, well, you need to wait till he contacts you or whatever. And then she'd be like, yeah, but what's going to happen when he contacts me? And I'm like, well, I don't know. Like that's that's all that I'm saying. That's all that I'm getting. And then she'd be like, oh, well, that's what I got as well. And then I'm like, right, well, you need to wait. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> wait a couple 
you know, wait till he contacts you. Like, you can't, I'm not seeing anything beyond that. But then I'll read other people and then see, like, years, like, far into their life. Do you know what I mean? So I think it just depends what you're meant to know at the time because your cards can't answer everything for you. You know, like, that's really frustrating and it's hard, like, to accept. Like, it took me so long when I was reading to accept that. And even now I can't accept it, you know, like, if I'm reading on, like, my business or things in my life and if it's, only coming up with a really short-term answer or, like, say, a seven of cups, and they're like, oh, you need to make a decision. And I'm like, I know that. Tell me what <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's frustrating, but that's just the nature of, like, the work that we do. But part of being a good reader is having the confidence to say, um, sometimes I know, sometimes I don't. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, it's like any job. You're not going to – any job, like, if you're a lawyer, you're not always going to have all the answers, Right. Same thing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, here's another thing that I think. I think, you know, sometimes people, again, are afraid of being wrong. But I think another reason why people have an objection to prediction is because somehow they think like, you know, fortune telling, when you say that, it's very hokey and they want to legitimize things. And that's why they want to, you know, say, oh, you know, I don't do that. I'm an intuitive advisor. Um, or they say, or they go for certification. They assume like if you go through a certification, mm-hmm. like somehow that certification is going to make you legit. So I yeah. think there's a part of that too that really makes people shy away from prediction and fortune telling because they don't they don't see it as something that sounds legit. You know what I think, but right, and like I I just have like this major distrust of people in general, right? I'm just bad like that. But when I first came online and I seen that there was readers like that, that was one thing that I thought to myself: if anything, use people are all just full of shit. Do you know what I mean? Like that made me really distrustful of them because they would like stand there and be like, "Oh, don't trust all these readers. Come to me and all that." And you right. know, and then I think to myself: if you just need to resort to that, then you know, like. I'd like go and focus on your own work. Why are you so focused on other readers? You know what I mean? <laughs> Seriously. But yeah, no, if anything, if anything illegitimizes the industry, it's people standing around poking holes in the industry. Do you know what I mean? Being like, oh, all you as people kind of thing and pointing out flaws of readers to like the general public or whatever. You know, like they're just adding to it. Do you know? I mean, right. they're just adding to it. Like, no one's, no no member of the public, right, who doesn't respect tarot or whatever, right, or even, like, astrology or whatever, is looking at these people and taking them seriously. You know, like, they're just lumping all of us together. Do you know what I mean? They're all just like, right, well, use it all in that. You know what right. I mean? And like, that's just the nature of it. And if you don't like it, leave. You know what I mean? Go get another profession if, if, if you don't like, if you have such an anxiety about what, like, tarot represents or whatever, then... It's it's never really going to change. Do you know what I mean? It's never going to change. That's the way that it is. You're better just going and finding something else. That if you're that worried about being taken seriously, do you know what I mean? Like, and it doesn't matter what you do. No matter what you do, there's always going to be someone who doesn't take you seriously. Do you know what I mean? Whether you yes. work in a zoo, some people don't take that seriously. You could be a lawyer. A lot of people don't take lawyers seriously. Do you know a lot of people don't take builders seriously? It just happens. It's life. Yeah. It, it's so true. And I agree with you about the, uh, it's never going to change. There's always going to be, you know, people who have an attitude about this type of work, because I think Mary Greer says it's an outlaw profession. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can't expect if you're going to be entering this industry, even if you're changing your title to say, spiritual counselor or spiritual therapist, or whatever you want to call yourself, 
you know, people are still going to think you're a psychic. They're still going to assume when they come for a tarot reading, it's fortune telling. Um, I have yeah. people who call and say, is this the fortune teller? You know, I don't see why people look at that with such a, a bad thing. I like the lineage of people who've done fortune telling and divination who've come before me. I, I really love it and respect it. And this is the thing that a lot of these like um, folk that are pushing these, um, like the intuitive stuff or, or whatever, right, is that to market yourself as a fortune teller is actually really, really clever, right? The local people in most of your area, right, are Googling fortune teller Wisconsin or whatever. You know what I mean? They're not yep. Googling intuitive counselor. Or and if you're uh, like, you know what? Back when I started, or back when I first came online or whatever, I wasn't shy. You know what I mean? Like I realized that people were Googling fortune teller, and I said, you know what? I'm going to get myself to the top of Google with that. Like I'm not going hungry just to please use people on the internet who don't like that term. You know what I mean? Like, I never really thought anything of it because it's just smart business. It just made business sense. Do you know what I mean? That's just the smart thing to do. Like the person who's at the top of Google for, say, um, Fortune Teller London is making good money. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Why do you, you want to sacrifice that to be taken seriously, to be taken seriously by who? Like a bunch of people in a Facebook group you've never met. Do you know what I mean? It just doesn't make any sense. I totally agree. So, Let's have, let me um, go to this question. How accurate do you think the tarot might be for predicting the future? What do you think the accuracy is? See, I, I think it depends on the reader. It does. It, it honestly depends on the reader. I don't think that um, for some readers, right, they just can't predict with tarot. Do you know what I mean? That's just, right. it's not there. It doesn't speak to them like that. Do you know what I mean? Some other readers, their like talents in that way might lay in like Lenormand or even like astrology, mm -hmm. something else. If you're pushing every avenue and it's not working for, if you're trying really, really hard to sort of educate yourself and you're going to teachers and you're trying to learn how to predict and it's just not sticking, then it might be that you should try predicting with something else or get a break and go back to it or do you know what I mean so I do think that it is more so to do with um the teacher and um, not the teacher more so to do with um the reader than what it is to do with like tat in general do you know what I mean I think that it's probably even across the board like your chances of mm -hmm. being able to predict um cards dreams whatever like there is no one that is more accurate it's just finding that one that speaks to you in that way do you know what I mean right so I think it does the I think it does depend, but I'd say like um, if a reader is really good, um, maybe about eighty nine percent of the things that they say like can happen. No, I'm not saying that I would be like that, but even like I've got a reader, right? I've got a reader, and she's like really accurate. That's why I go to her, and I would say that eighty nine percent of the things that she tells me happens, and things that she's told me, but that's going to happen soon have ended up happening like years later. But really, like right. detailed times, like. For example, like five years ago, she told me that um, I'd just split up with this guy, right? And then she told me that my new boyfriend would be going down to Hull for work. And I was like, right, well, whatever. Well, I ended up getting back with my ex like four years later. And then he went to Hull for work. Do you know what I mean? And it was just like so bizarre. Eh? I was like, 
it was the wrong boyfriend. It was the one that I'd just had that had went down to Hull. And then it wasn't until me and him started going together again. He was like, oh, by the way, I'm going down to Hull for my work. And I was like, what? <laughs> I had it written down on a bit of paper. It was it was just absolutely crazy. Do you know what I mean? And she uses cards like as well, eh? So, yeah. so it just depends. You know, I had a reading many, many years ago from some hippie on a beach. He was a palm reader. And he told me, and this was when I was very young, he said, you know, you're going to be a businesswoman someday. You're going to run a business. It's going to be very successful. You'll never need a man for anything. And I thought at the time, what the heck am I going to do? I have no business skills. And it was about five years later that my business started. And I always think back yeah. to that reading and how I couldn't see it. And it took five years for it to show up. And then, boom, you know, it's been going ever since. Well, that was like me with the reader when she told me about like the writing the books and stuff and yeah, and having like own website and and things like that. Like, honest to God, I I had to get like I, I I make my own websites and things now, but that's only something that I've taught myself over the last like couple of years. Like, honest to God, most of my family can't read or write. I could barely like read and spell very well or whatever. I was always in bother at school. Like, I failed like most of my exams and things. Like, I thought when she told me that, I thought, right, well, who's going to give me like how am I going to write a book? How am I going to, I had to get like my best pal's wee sister to make up like my Facebook page. And you know what I mean? Like I had no clue. So when she's telling me this, I was like, I'm not interested in computers. I'm not interested in any of that. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. it just happened. Oh, and that's another thing as well with your readings is that if something comes to you, right, you need to have the confidence to stand by it. Do you know what I mean? If you make like a statement, if you're like, ah, believe this like it's more than a belief it's a no I know this yeah. is going to happen nine times out of ten your seeker will be like oh no you're full of shit you have to be like no you wait like you come back <laughs> do you right know I mean? you come back so it's a lot of it has to do with um confidence and things like that but the thing is as a reader if, if you're not confident in yourself you're never going to be confident and the amount of times when I was a younger reader that I left um like a reading or whatever and I thought to myself oh, I wish I would have just said that do you know what I mean like something that w was revealed to me later on or I can remember um like one of my first professional gigs as an adult I kept having like this date this date like in my head it was just like running through my head but I never had the confidence to say it and then before I left the house the woman her name was like Caroline or something she says to me oh this was the date that like this boy died on and I was like, oh, my God, like I was thinking to myself, that mm -hmm. was the date that was like running mm -hmm. through my head. And it actually really like creeped me out at the time. And, you know, coming back, my cousin was bringing me back here in the car and I was thinking to myself, I should have just said it. Like, why did I not just say that? You know what I mean? So, yeah, a lot of it has to do with confidence and things as well. But you only gain the confidence by putting yourself out there. You have to put yourself out there. Otherwise, you'll never progress. You'll never move forward. Right. And I love what you say about your, you know, you starting your business and having parents that couldn't read or write. My parents are both eighth grade educated and I don't have a college mm -hmm. degree. You know, um, I have a high school degree. That's it. I took like one or two classes in college and I said, this isn't for me. I, it's boring. Um, so again, mm -hmm. when I got that little hippie fortune telling reading, I just couldn't see it because I assumed, and this is the thing with tarot, you assume certain things because we all have like limited beliefs about things. So if we hear, oh, you're going to start a business, you assume that means, oh my God, I got to go to college and this and that. I didn't know at the time mm -hmm. how it was going to work out and that it did work out. And it's been that way yeah. with other things where I've gotten predictions from people too, where, you know, they've said, this is what we see. And I, I remember at the time thinking, I, I just can't see that. It doesn't make sense. And then all of a sudden, you know, boom, things happen. 
And there you go. Mm -hmm. I had a reading many, many years ago, and I was all hung up on a guy, and I usually don't get hung up on men. But anyhow, I got hung up on somebody. And this woman did a reading, and she said, oh, it's going to work out. And at the time, this person was being dishonest with me about seeing another person. And she said that other person's going to be on the outside looking in. Well, anyhow, I ended up dumping the guy immediately. So I said, oh, she's totally wrong. Well, 20 years later, him and I are good friends now. And one time him and mm -hmm. I were out for dinner and then I saw the woman that was the problem standing on the outside of the restaurant looking in. Yeah. So, I mean, see yeah, how that's, that really, that's a really funny example though. It's like at the time it didn't make sense and it took 20 years for it to manifest, but it was exactly she's on, I mean, literally it was, she's on the outside looking in while we're sitting there having a dinner together. So very interesting how it sometimes works out because our minds can sometimes only see so much. And those, like I always yeah. like to say, the cards and stuff are oftentimes very accurate, but it may, in our little lizard brains, be hard to see exactly what that looks like. Mm -hmm. So let me... Yeah, thank you. Go ahead. Oh, no, it's, it's all right. I sort of forgot what I was going to say there. <laughs> so let me ask you this, though. If somebody comes to you with a skeptical mind, can that impact the reading? To be honest with you, not really. I think um, when I was younger, when I was a lot less confident in things, it did because it made me hold back. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But now I think I've sort of got to the point where I'm just like, I'm just going to treat you like anybody else. I'm just going to perform my reading. You can believe it. You cannot believe it. Just do what you're doing. Do you know what I mean? You will yeah. get quite a lot as well as that. Um, it's quite common in Britain as well. I, you get a lot of times people deliberately try to deceive you. Yep. Do you know what I mean? And that's part of you have to be confident. Like I can remember getting into this argument. Eh, it was this argument with this girl and she paid me really good money to go through there. Like she paid me double just to go through on that day. And it was like the day before New Year. Like I wasn't meant to be working, but she's like, no, I need a reader. I need a reader. I need one. And I'd went through there, but she didn't want to tell me like what was going on. And then I'd say something to her and then she'd be like, no. And then I'd be yes like th this is it kind of thing and she's like no it's not and then I'd be like yes it is and then she's like all right well it is do you know what I mean like you have mm -hmm. to sort of some some people you have to drill down on it but usually people have a reason for that like and she told me the reason why like she was being like that was because she'd just been told by a reader that like her boyfriend was going to die and he was actually missing it turns out it was only a way out with his pals, like drinking or whatever. But she was really, really scared that he, that something had happened to him because she couldn't get in contact mm. with him. And she mm. said to me, she was like, I had to know. She said, I just had to know that um, what you were telling me was accurate, to know if he was alive or not. She was like, and I feel terrible, but that's just the way that it is. Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, right, well, that's the way that you are. And she was my seeker for, for a while, like, hey, until she moved away kind of thing. But... Yeah, you've got, that's what I'm saying, is that part of it is having, like, confidence. And the thing is, is that if you don't believe in yourself, nobody else is going to believe in you. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, especially, I can remember a couple of years ago, I was told this by um, this this girl who I was reading, and she's, like, right into business and stuff. And she told me, like, the thing that had sort of changed her business was that someone had came in, a business coach had told her that nobody was coming. Do you know what I mean? Nobody's coming to save you. Nobody's coming to do it for you. You have to believe in yourself. The only person who's going to save you is you. You can't be like waiting about, twiddling your thumbs, waiting on something to change. Like you have to change. And it's the same with being a reader. Like you have to believe in yourself. You just have to. You have no other option. Otherwise, 
you'll always be shitting yourself five minutes before every reading or do you know what I mean? And then like yeah. a lot of readers think that they can go on other things and they still won't be shitting themselves. But trust me, if if you're too scared to perform a reading, you're going to be crapping yourself before you go on stage to speak. You'll be crapping yourself when you hit publish on like your eBooks or your courses or whatever, you know, like there is no escape from it. You just have to believe in yourself. You can't be like talking yourself out of out of it because then it sort of spills over into other areas of your business and it can really start to affect your life and your health and all the rest of it. Right on. That's great advice. You know, back in the day when I was first started, I dealt with a lot of skeptics over the years and many times they'd be very pleasantly surprised at how helpful the readings were. Now that I'm an old broad, yeah. when someone comes at me with something that I perceive as a disrespectful skeptical attitude, I don't work with them because if yeah, you're... I'm just too old for that now. Uh, you know, it's like I'm about 10 years away from retirement. And at this stage, the game, I'm always like, you know, if you're coming at me playing games like trick the reader or anything like that, I just find it just super disrespectful. I would never do that to somebody else. So, you know, um, I still have clients occasionally who are skeptical, but if they're respectful and skeptical, I don't have a problem. If they're coming in with, you better give me something like really, it's like, you know what, that's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. So like honestly, anytime I'd ever read someone right who was um not even just the things that they said, just their energy was just aggressive, nothing good ever came of it. Like yep. nothing good. Like I had this one this one woman who I read and she was just difficult. You know, from when she first emailed me, she was just difficult. And I can remember like I could hear like my spirits and stuff saying to me, Don't you read this woman? Like mm-hmm. you know better than this. You know what I mean? But I don't know why, I just done it and from then, like, she wanted, like, she was just difficult in the sense that she wanted a custom spread. She wanted it there and then. And she asked a lot of questions about, like, my my return policy and stuff, which sort of rang alarm bells. And I don't know what I was thinking, but I still done the reading kind of thing. And she said to me before it, she said, you better be good. And that just sort of set me off. Yeah, I thought, I'm not quite right here. And then I performed the reading. And then she agreed with that, but she didn't agree with the future, which is actually pretty standard. She was like, oh, I don't believe that this is going to happen with my with my relationship and stuff like that. Things that she agreed with, even like tiny little details, eh? like the colour of the shirt her boyfriend was wearing and everything, you know, she agreed with everything. But she was like, the future isn't going to happen and I want my money back. And she mm-hmm. was threatening to like um, rate me badly on my Facebook page and you know, I just was so stressed out about it at the time that I did refund her money. And I later on had found out that a similar thing had happened. I'm not too sure if it was the same person, but I know other readers that it has happened to them, especially over the internet. It's like they sort of get um, like conned into a free reading that yep. way. Do you know what I mean? Or um, like they'll take the dispute to PayPal or, you know, and then end up getting the money refunded like ages after the reading, like a long time after the reading or whatever. And it actually is like quite common for readers to get like sort of like scams that way. Do you know what I mean? And um, so it is something that now if I sort of pick up that um, they have that like aggressive, weird energy at all, I just don't read them. I'm just like not. Do you know what I mean? And yep. it's weird because I tend to find a lot of the time men can be like that as well. Like I've have, I have men male seekers that are all right, but you you will find that you do get the odd one that they sort of like they think they're above women. You know they'll like totally talk down to you and explain things to you in a sort of way, and you're like, no, I'm not reading you. <laughs> right. If if somebody comes at me with any like disrespect, 
for the work, it's automatic like no. Or if I sense they're high maintenance, which, you know, as an intuitive person, I can usually get a sense for that. It's just not worth your time and energy. You know, if they're coming in with unrealistic expectations on what tarot can do for them also, it's just not worth my time and energy. Yeah. Or like the kinds of people that I used to get this quite a lot. And actually, this is why I don't read online anymore, because it was just nothing but hassle. But I used to get folk that um, they would try to sort of squeeze um, what would require like 10 readings into one reading or, you know what I mean? And I just absolutely hated it. And I think that that's one of the things that like, it's why I always tell my students that they have to have confidence because people that are like that, can sense your apprehension a mile away you know they can sense your lack in confidence and things and I see some of the posts that readers put up and things when they're talking about their services and just the subtle things that they say I'm like please get that down <laughs> you know yeah you're gonna have all the like leeches of the day in your inbox you know what I mean I'm like get that off there <laughs> like seriously but oh honestly so you do even like that's what I'm saying is that you can't give the impression that you're easily walked upon do you not mean you can um it's all right to be like fun and funny and and stuff like that that's different but if you're really given that impression that you let people walk all over you in your life or or whatever then folk that are out there just trying to walk over you will be attracted to you and attracted to like your services and stuff so you do need to watch like right and, you know, oftentimes, too, there's the, the people that come from the psychic hotlines who are looking to see if they can get a freebie from a professional reader that doesn't do those hotlines. So that's very common that they'll pull stunts like that. Yeah, that is common. That is. And the thing is, is that the hotlines aren't cheap. Do you know what I mean? I know. <laughs> I know what you're paying the hotlines. You can pay me that. <laughs> exactly. So you know what, I mean? what are... What is like the one big thing to keep in mind if you're deciding to do divination? Besides mm. the confidence, what is something that you think, you know, somebody should keep in mind when they decide to enter the field of divination? I would say that, now this, this sounds really, really strange, right? This is going to sound quite bizarre, but I try to like teach my students this, that the the voice like you know like the intuitive voice and even spirits and things they do speak to you constantly and it's subtle do you know what I mean it's not this um it's not this big mad rush it's not um you, you don't have to try too hard do you know what I mean a lot of people think that um it takes this massive amount of effort to um live like this spiritual life or to be a reader or whatever and it doesn't like do you know what I mean your intuition mm-hmm. and things speaks to you Constantly, it's there. Even when you're freaking out, it's not going to like leave you. Do you know what I mean? If you're panicking over a reading, and if you're like, "Oh my God, I'm so scared over this reading or whatever," that's just your brain, like your intuition and like the spirits and your ability is is always there. It's it's talking to you, saying, "What are you doing? Just calm down and perform the reading." Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yes, absolutely. So yeah. I have one last question for you. What's your best advice on how to sharpen your predictive skills and what should you do if you're totally wrong? Right. To sharpen your predictive skills, usually there's two reasons why um, you can't predict. One will be that you don't really, um, you're not picking up like a spiritual connection or whatever. And um, so that will be more the intuitive side or um, 
you're focusing on learning the wrong things. So that's more like the technique side of it. Do you know what I mean? They yes. sort of go hand in hand. It's either your intuition or it's your techniques, which are shit. It's one of the two. And if you find yourself, um, usually readers just focus on the wrong things. Do you know what I mean? Like um, even if you're learning spirituality, right? Say if you're going to learn um, psychic development or spirituality or whatever, a lot of the time they, they focus too much on learning like the chakra chart or whatever. Do you know what I mean? And then you're like, no, like talk to your spirits, like sit and talk to them. Do you know what I mean? Instead of like worrying too much about, oh, I need to memorize this chart or whatever. Or like the tech or the technique side, you know, like um, this this sounds awful, but nothing good ever became of like throwing the book away. Do you know what I mean? Like folks say that all the time, well throw the book away and then it's like, no, because your intuition's there whether you're gonna read this fucking book or you're not. Do you know what I mean? Like right. the book has nothing, nothing to do with it. Do you know what I mean? So keep your books and keep like your intuition. And also if you're wrong, right, wait. That's one thing, right? If you're wrong, wait. Because just because you think right that you're wrong that doesn't necessarily mean that you're wrong like you maybe see that you're wrong like I can remember I read this girl one time and um I really bent myself up over it because I told her that her and her partner were going to split up and then from what I'd seen um only a few months after it they went and got engaged to get married right and it really really like I bent myself up over it I was like oh I can't believe I was wrong there Mm-hmm. And then about six mm-hmm. months later, um, I was speaking to her and she said, do you know how we ended up engaged? I was like, what? She said, we split up for about six weeks. I was like, no way. I had no idea. And she says, yeah. She says, I left him because he wasn't like committing to me or whatever. She says, and the, the way that it happened, how the breakup happened is exactly how like you said that it would. And I was like, damn it, man, I, I wasted all that time beating myself up for something that I thought never happened when it did. Do you know what I mean? So... Waiting is always like um, the best option if you think that you're wrong. You might be wrong for now, but that doesn't mean you're going to be wrong indefinitely. Do you know what I mean? So, I uh, that's it's quite strange um, advice, but yeah, I always tell my my students if they're like, "Oh no, I was wrong." I'm like, "Just wait. You're probably not." <laughs> that is awesome advice, and this has been such a juicy conversation, Lisa. Um, I really want to thank you for sharing all of your wisdom and your thoughts. I love the way you think, by the way. So thank you so much for taking the time today. Thank you for talking to me, Teresa. I love talking to people. (laughs) And Lisa, where can people find you if they want to get a reading from you, if they want to study with you? Um, I tend not to read online anymore because, like I said, I just ran into so, so many problems when, like, my website took off and stuff like that. But I do still uh, teach online and things. I run like courses, sell ebooks and things. So um, that's www.divinationandfortunetelling.com. Excellent. And people, I am going to tell you that if you want to learn more about divination and fortune telling from somebody who's really doing it the old school way, this is the woman that you are going to want to train your peepers on. So get to her site. All right, well, that wraps up this episode of Tarot Bites, and I think you guys probably found this one pretty fascinating. Anyhow, you can check out lots more tarot goodness on my website, thetarolady.com. I've got free introductory classes for tarot newbies, the tarot coloring book, and hundreds of blog posts, astrological forecasts, and lots of other good things for you to scope out and enjoy. I want to thank you again for listening and hope you have a beautiful day. And hey, if you are enjoying this podcast, take a minute and leave a positive review on iTunes because that's going to help more people find their way to Tarot Bites. And as always, I like to say, 
pay close attention to your intuition throughout your day and let it guide you into making brave, excellent choices. Remember that you are always in the driver's seat of your life. You are in charge of your decisions, your plans, the action steps that you take or don't take. You're the boss. And if you don't like where your life is headed right now, you can change that. Nothing is ever fixed in stone. The tarot cards tell a story, but you write the ending. 